Hello, it's Dawn, and this is my podcast, Conversations. It's a variety show about real life stuff, and there's something on here for everybody. So if that sounds good to you, let's go. Welcome to another episode of Conversations. Today we have Mary Michelle, who's the founder and chief style educator for the Style Finder Boutique. Welcome, Mary Michelle. Oh, thank you, Don. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I have a million questions for you, so we got to get going. My first and main question is, what do you think is the biggest hurdle for women finding their style? Well, I think that there are quite a few, but honestly, I think the number one hurdle for women, no, I've been a style coach for 15 years. I've worked with a lot of women. I've talked with a lot of women. I think the number one hurdle is women don't understand how to dress their bodies that they're in right now. But I think it's kind of a twofold problem because I think a lot of women are also unhappy with their bodies. 100%. Well, so if you want to dress for how you look now, but you don't like your body right now, what's a good place to start? I mean, is it all internal? Do you have to just do a lot of self-affirmations? Well, I mean, that's certainly a great place to start. I, you know, I believe, and, you know, I call myself a style coach because it's really about the inner work and the outer work Mm -hmm. and it start, everything starts on the inside first. Right. And so when we can really drop the judgment and get clear, that was my story for so many years. I judged myself. I judged my weight. I judged my body. I made myself wrong. I told myself I was too fat and it just killed my self-esteem. Yeah. And what I have learned and what I feel like is my purpose now for, you know, to teach women is to help them, you know, help them get over the judgment, get over the criticism and realize, you know, we're here for a purpose and we could either sit around all day and beat ourselves up and eat another bag of Cheetos and feel crappy, or we could just say, you know what, I'm here. I don't care if I'm a size six or a size 26. I am alive. I have another day. I have an opportunity to get out there and just live life to the fullest. Yeah. Cause it is, we are so hard on ourselves that we're the worst critics of ourselves. And we would say things to ourselves that no one would ever say to us, but yeah, like I, I don't even like dressing in the summer because I feel like (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. that you've done wrong overeating and everything in the winter is you have to face your demons. And so then it's hot and you want to be comfortable. And I think COVID, COVID really changed things for people because now everybody wants to be super cute, but very comfortable. (laughs) Exactly. And I I think a lot of people and and, myself included, I was, you know, I'm kind of in the reinvention phase with my own style because I feel like my mindset and if it happens to me, I know it happens to so many other people. But it's like a, the mindset is, well, you're just going to be working from home today. Maybe you could, you don't have to get super dressed up. And then I find myself dressing in a way that, you know, I always wear things I love, but dressing at a level where I'm like, you know what, I, I'm ready to elevate. I'm ready to take it to a new level. You know, I like to, to tell my clients to dress for you. So when you look in the mirror, you're like, yeah, you know, I've got it going on. doesn't matter if you're going to see anybody or not. I mean, certainly if you are going to see somebody, you want to be at your best. And, you know, of course, on those days 
where you don't put yourself together and you go to the grocery store, you run into your ex or you run into, <laughs> know. you know, your ex best friend or somebody you don't want to see. And yeah. it always happens. So yeah. be prepared. Yeah, that's true. I find too that like there's friends maybe that you have or even people on TV and you love their style and then you go out, you know, just try and buy a couple pieces to emulate what they wore. And you, I have felt like I was playing dress up. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. it looks so cute on them. How come mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in costume? So how do you know? How do you know if it's something that you should just like go for it, even if it feels, if it feels uncomfortable? Still oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a, help me, help me. <laughs> yeah. That's a great question. I'm like, girl, I've got you because you know, that's, that's really what I do with my clients. And I think, you know, so many other women do that. They see somebody looking cute or they walk into a store and there's a mannequin and they're like, I want that. Or there's a, a salesperson that helps them put something together. They're like, well, this is on trend. You should wear this. And I think a lot of it is that feeling of should, well, this should look good on me and I should look better in this and it should fit. And my philosophy and my whole approach is, you know, I, <clears throat> I like to work for my, with my clients from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And it starts with understanding who do you want to be? Where, how do you want to show up? What do you want? What your style speaks louder than words. What do you want to say? You know, what do you want somebody to know about you? And when you can get clear on that and say, you know, I want to be bold and powerful or fun and playful or comfortable and casual, whatever it is, there's no judgment. But you have to understand what do you want to create? Right. And then I have a whole, we actually have a whole system that we use with our clients, our signature style system. And I've got a proprietary quiz, our style ID quiz that I use with my clients to help give them one word, like what word describes your style? And so if you don't know, take a few minutes and decide, well, what, what does, do I want my style to be? What one or two words? Let me create a style statement. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you talked about emulating someone else's style, I encourage people find a style icon, find someone whose style you want to emulate. It's never about copycatting, but find someone whose style you love and then understand what is it you like? Is it the colors? Is it the cuts? Is it the way they put something together? Is it their accessories? Is it the, just the vibe? And then ask yourself, how can I create that in a way that's right for me? And so when I work with clients, we look at three things that I call your three keys of style, your personal coloring, your body type, and what your style is. And so when you start with your colors and understand what colors light you up, what colors you know, really make you look amazing and what colors wash you out so that you can stay away from those. And dressing for your body type, you know, it starts with understanding, well, what is my body type right now? Not five years ago, not the body I want to have, but what is the body I have right now? And how can I best dress for that? You know, we created a whole course around all of this so that you get your signature silhouettes and you get your, you understand what your body type is. And then you take the style ID quiz or you just decide what is my style? Like, who am I? Am I more classic? Am I more romantic? Like for me, I just, my style, my, actually my whole style finder ID is dramatic, romantic, and classic. Mm -hmm. And how you do anything is how you do everything. And so by knowing that I know, Hey, I'm not going to wear a Lily Pulitzer print. That's a little too classic for me, but I am going to wear something that's a little bit more edgy. It's a little bit more 
bold. It's a little bit more fun. And it helps me to know what is important to be present in my style. And then when I can put those together, I can look at anybody and say, ooh, I like that. What could I take from that and weave into my own style? But it starts with knowing what look you want to create, not just on the outside, but from the inside out. I guess I feel like sometimes, do you, do you listen to your gut and say, no, this is definitely not it for me? Or do you wear it for a day and just see if you start to feel it and say, oh okay, yeah. this can be me. I just am not used to it. Yes. Well, yes, yes, you you absolutely listen to your gut. Your your intuition, your gut is telling you what works for you. And I always tell my clients, whether you work with a stylist or take a course or anything, just listen to your body, listen to yourself, listen to your heart. When you put something on, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. That's the one question to ask yourself. How does the color make you feel? How does the cut make you feel? Because you'll know if you put something on and it washes you out, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I can tell. Or if you put something on, you're like, oh my gosh, who can I call today? Where can I go today? I want to get out and see people. <laughs> you know, when you put on something that energizes you and lights you up, you're like, that's what you want to wear more of. Right. Something that brings you joy. Yes. So who is your style icon? Oh, well, it's interesting. I love Inez de la Fressange. And she's French. She modeled for the House of Chanel for a little while. And she's in her 40s, beautiful woman, impeccable sense of style. She is one of my style icons. Now, there's a lot of stuff she wears that I would never wear. And we're built very, very differently. But there are elements from her style that I occasionally incorporate into my style. This past Mm -hmm. spring, I kind of played around with Carrie Bradshaw as a style icon. Oh. And that was super fun. I'd never really thought of her as a style icon for me, but... I found, I love her her 70s vibe. I love her sense of mixing prints and patterns. Now, there are a lot of things she would wear that I would never wear. Heels, for one. I am not a heels girl. But the way she mixes things, I would get into my closet and see it with fresh eyes and ask myself, well, what would Carrie Bradshaw wear? And that's something I encourage women to do, you know, when they feel like they're in a rut. Get a new perspective, whatever that is. And a lot of times it starts with color. What colors could I wear? You know, what, how would she pair colors together? And then you start to see what you already have in a new way. But I think the, the real question to ask yourself is how can I wear something? A lot of women look at that and say, oh, I, I would never wear that. Or I could never wear that. Well, if you flip the question, yeah, you've cut off any possibility for experimentation. And then when you try something, you actually do try something, you don't really feel it, you make yourself wear it anyway. And that's usually a recipe for disaster. Flip the question and state, instead of saying, can I wear that yes or no, don't make it a yes or no question. Flip it and say, how can I wear it? And then your brain's going to put you on the path to solving that problem. And you're going to come up with all sorts of solutions. Well, what if I knotted it? What if I belted it? What if I tried it in a different color? What if I put a jacket on with it? And then you're going to come up with something new. It may be very different from what you set out to create, but that experimentation, that playing dress up, that going on that journey is what it's all about. Yeah, I love that because that is truly then making it your own style. 
Mm-hmm. That is completely personalizing it. If you take a color or a, a shirt and say, okay, I wouldn't wear it like how she's wearing it, but I could try it like this or that or this or that until you feel like it's you. And then yes. that's your own. That's awesome. I love that. Yes. And it's, it's really, it's about putting your own stamp on your style. I think a lot of women think that style has, to, there has to be a cookie cutter approach. You know, the all women must have, and everybody's wearing this. So I guess I have to have one too. And I remember years ago, I used to feel that way, way before I got into style coaching. And I remember, I think what kind of led me down the style journey was ballet flats and everybody should wear black and all these things that were on the top 10 lists of things that all women must have. And I would try on a pair of ballet flats and looked and felt super dorky (laughs) and I couldn't figure out why. And then finally I realized, oh yeah, round two shoes don't work for me. They don't work with my face shape. It's not right for me. And it helped me to see not all women can wear this. And here's what I can do differently. Okay. Let me swap out the shoes. What else? Well, I don't really want to wear black. Maybe I'll wear Navy. Maybe I'll wear Brown. Maybe I'll wear, you know, camel finding a new neutral, finding what I like to call it a new black. And when I work with my clients, we create their color capsule. I help them find, discover and find their new black as it relates to their personal coloring. So many women tell me, well, I wear it because it's slimming or I wear it because I don't know what else to wear. And that's one of my big compelling reasons for writing this book to help women have a quick and easy way to find what colors are right for them. Sure. I do a color analysis and color analysis is great. However, it's not accessible for everybody and it takes time and it, you know, it can be expensive, but what if you just get in your closet one day and say, you know what? I'm sick of wearing black. What's one color I could wear? Well, okay, great. You know, we've got courses for that. I've got, the book that's coming out for that and easy, easy solutions. And so it, it, I really, my approach is, is to make it accessible to everybody. Yeah. I think also, and I know back in the day, the magazines were a big deal. People would look at Vogue and all that, you know, just to get ideas and inspiration, but my God, there's so much information with Pinterest and social media, and you can just Google anything. Like it gets so overwhelming. And I think people just get lost in it. Yes. I think in some ways we have too much information. I when agree. Your first question was, what do you think the biggest uh, mistake people are making is? And yeah, I said dressing for your body type, but I think the second is trying to listen to all this information. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to what everybody's saying, it, you know, you're listening to, you know, the phrase every, you know, stripes make you look fat or stop wearing black, or you can't wear that after 40, or you're listening to all these things in the ether when you might really look great in stripes, or you might really look fabulous in a mini skirt and you're 55. Mm-hmm. Well, Turner, you know, she rocked, that woman rocked a mini skirt until she was in her nineties and looked fantastic. So I encourage my client, I want clients to bring, I want women to break the rules. I want you to find, to go on a journey and find what your style is because there is no cookie cutter approach. And I think a lot of women think that, well, style doesn't matter, or I don't care about style. Well, yours, everybody has a style. 
whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you are in touch with it or not, everybody is born with an innate sense of style. And it's when you can tap into that and dress for it. Now, some people are way more of a fashionista than others will ever be. Mm -hmm. But what I've found is some of my best clients who have come to me over the years are women who have no desire to be fashionistas, but they want to know how to get dressed. And they, you know, I, we create a blueprint and they follow it to a T and then they started feeling confident and getting dressed becomes effortless. And it's not about the clothes. It's about the woman. I like to say that your style is greater than the sum of its parts. And it's not about what you wear, but it's about who you become in the clothes. So do you, um, you said you were on a style journey right now. Yeah. What was style uh, two years ago to what you're trying to do now? Oh, well, I think two years ago, we were just coming off the pandemic and I was a lot more casual, mm -hmm. a lot more casual, you know, especially working from home. And I, not that my, my style is more elevated casual now. So I've still got a little bit of the casual. I don't, I'm not a super dressy person, which is crazy to say that because when I was in high school, everyone would ask me, why are you so dressed up? I used to <laughs> love to get dressed up. Now that I'm in my fifties, I'm like, you know what? I want to be comfortable. I want to look good, but I also want to be comfortable. And then as I move through my day, some days I'm writing or I'm podcasting or I'm working with private clients or, you know, I'm just at home working virtually with clients, depending, I dress for the day. Now I have a lot of events and when I go to events and fun things. I love to dress up, mm -hmm. but for more day to day, it's more elevated casual. Where do you like to shop for those kind of things? Well, you know, we, I have a boutique style finder boutique. And so I buy a lot of my pieces from style finder, but we can't be all things to all people. And so, you know, I love to shop online. There are a lot of different places. Nordstrom has been great. Uh, I recently found some fabulous things from banana Republic. Um, really everywhere because I am very, very, very particular about what I wear and it's not about the brand. It is about the cut. It is about the color. It is about the fit. And I've been able to get an impeccable fit from banana Republic for certain pieces. And then other pieces I get, and they don't work. Mm -hmm. You know, I've well been able to get impeccable fit certain pieces from North. So it, it just, it really depends, but I'm more item specific. There are certain brands that I love, but I just, I'm about, it's like, I love the person, not the, you know, I like brand pieces for, for what they are, for how right. they work for me. And one shirt's going to work and another shirt's not going to work and that's fine. But I do a lot of shopping. I also do a lot of returning because <laughs> the right fit is not always right. What's yeah. your clientele age range or who who's your <laughs> listeners for your podcast age range? Who do you think you're marketing? Well, my, I would say my target market is women 45 to probably 62 or 65. You know, women who are in midlife, I'm 55 and women who are in midlife, they're, you know, a lot of women I think go through their lives and then they hit 40, 45, 50 and our bodies start to change and they don't know what to wear anymore. And I think that's when I come into their lives. Yeah. <laughs> like they find me on Instagram or they hear my podcast or something. And then they end up, you know, taking our courses or becoming private clients or 
coming into some of our programs and they're like, oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? I'm like, well, you know, 20 years ago, I, you know, sure I could have helped you, but I think a lot of women's needs become different in there. I mean, the concepts that I teach, honestly, I'm working with somebody who's in their twenties next week. And so the concepts that I teach, I'm like, they're universal for any age for, you know, a lot of them work for men too, but really, I think the, the finessing, the, the, really the essence of what I teach is targeted to helping midlife women feel great about, you know, they've gained a little bit of weight around their middle. They've got a bit of a muffin top now, or maybe their bus line's a little bit bigger, or, you know, they've got different considerations. They carry things differently. I know my body's completely changed. My weight hasn't changed a whole lot, but my body is completely different from what it was. Oh God. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like you wake up one day and it's like, where'd that come (laughs) from? That wasn't there yesterday. I know. (laughs) Whether it's a wrinkle or a back fat or whatever, it's just like, good Lord, that wasn't there yesterday. What's happening. Yeah. And it can be discouraging and defeating, especially if you are not, you know, if you're trying to eat well and if you're trying to do some exercise and stuff and then to have your body still doing its thing, it can be kind of, um, discouraging. It can be, but I, you know, I like to practice self-acceptance and just say, Oh, that's new. But you know what? <laughs> I, I think for me, I lost my dad when he was 49. And so I think a lot of it for me is, you know, I'm just grateful to still be here. I'm right. grateful that I have another day. And that for me, when you know, years ago, when I was 35, I had a pivotal moment where I, I had my first child and I was like, you know what? I don't want to hand all my crap down to my child about self-image and self-esteem. And so, you know, I really started on a journey of self-love and it started with color, but I think just really being grateful, finding gratitude. I mean, then I was grateful that, you know, I'd given birth to this beautiful child and I actually did it drug-free and, you know, it just was like the small things. My hair looks great today. What color can I wear to play my hair up? Or what can I wear to highlight my smile? And so it didn't start automatically, but it, it was a process, but it eventually it was like, Hey, I look pretty good today. And then it just kept growing and growing and growing. And every time I would start to say something negative, I would stop myself and say, Nope, not going there today. No, that's good. And you do have to do it for you. Cause I think we are all kind of ego based where we're so worried about what we look like, what other people are going to think. And they're thinking the same thing about themselves. So really you're yeah. only showing up for yourself. Nobody else is really paying attention to what you're wearing. They're paying attention to how they feel in their clothes. Absolutely. I was talking with a client recently. She's in her early sixties and she, she's was so worried about what everybody else thought about her. And I said, you know what? Nobody else is probably, probably really thinking that much about you. (laughs) We're all so concerned about ourselves, right? It's true. It sounds harsh, but it's totally true. And I think the older you get, the more you realize, oh yeah, everybody's in their own heads. They're worried about their own weight or their own bodies or their own lives. And they're, they're not, (laughs) somebody might look at me and say, Hey, wow, she looks great. Or, you know, she looks different, but rarely is somebody looking at you and judging you the way you think that they are. (laughs) Right. Yeah. They're too busy judging themselves. They don't have time for all that. Tell me about your book. Yes. Well, it's called wear color with confidence and it really is a, it's an approachable approach to wearing color. 
And I walk clients through really understanding why color matters and why you should even think about not wearing black. I'm not against wearing black. I love wearing black. I talk a lot about it though, because I think a lot of women use it as a crutch. And so if you're ready to get out of a little black box and wear some color or experiment, like what would you wear instead? And so I help women understand what to wear instead. Okay. And I also help them understand how to wear black so it works for them and not against them. Do you do a lot with accessories? Yes. Accessories are so fa so fabulous, so magical. I do. I teach a lot about accessories. I just got finished teaching a course called Seven Steps of Signature Style. We did a, a big module on accessories and women are just hungry to learn more about the accessories, I think. Because accessories are fun. They're like the icing on the cake. They're the fun part of our wardrobe. You can take any outfit. You know, think of just a simple white shirt, pair of jeans, and you can throw on accessories. Say if you had five different women wearing a white shirt and jeans and everybody came to the party wearing their own accessories, you could get five completely different looks by wearing different shoes, by wearing different jewelry, adding in scarves, adding in necklaces, handbags, hats, glasses, belts, you know, all the things. And that's how I think we really put our stamp on our style. Right. Well, and that also could be a way to dip your toe into the color field. If you do wear all black and you're nervous about wearing color, you could have mm -hmm. a really pretty scarf with some of your colors or whatever to wear around your neck to highlight your face and see what those colors do. So yeah. you have an idea before you go out and buy a whole all pink outfit. <laughs> or Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember one of my clients came in uh, to the boutique one time, uh, Lisa, <laughs> and she, she had had a color analysis years ago. And she knew black was not one of her best colors, but she was supposed to meet with me that afternoon. And she said, I really want that black jumpsuit that we've just gotten in. And she said, I know you're probably going to tell me black's not my best color. I said, you know what, but we'll find out if you can wear it. And so she came in, we, we did her analysis, determined she was in autumn. She had red hair, freckled skin. And so she put on that black jumpsuit and I realized she had worn some shoes that were in sort of a peachy bronzy color. And they kind of tied in with her hair. And then we found some sort of peachy earrings that she could wear with the, the jumpsuit. And then we found this coppery colored scarf that tied in with her hair and she put that on. And it might sound weird to put peach with black, but oh my gosh, it made the all the difference. Because at that point, the outfit be, did not become about the black jumpsuit. It, came a, it became about Lisa. And so it helped to keep the jumpsuit from wearing her and it helped her to stand out. What we noticed was, wow, your skin looks great. Wow. Your hair looks amazing. And so it just, she was floored. We, I wish I'd taken pictures. I, <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. take pictures, but it made all the difference and it made such an impression on me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the power of color. That's so interesting. And, you know, I just had a light bulb moment because I've been a hairstylist for 30 years. Mm. And, um, you know, like back in the day where everybody wanted Jennifer Aniston's hair or everybody yeah. wanted Meg Ryan's <laughs> hair. And it's like, well, it doesn't work for you to have that, but you, you can have parts of that. Like we could do layers and that would definitely help. So I, I just had an epiphany that it's just mm. you don't you can't necessarily have exactly what 
that person has, but there's ways to tweak it to make it to work for you. Absolutely. I mean, it's all about looking at someone and taking inspiration from someone and saying, how can I wear that? Maybe I need straight leg jeans and not skinny. Maybe I need, you know, cropped pants instead of flares or, you know, a more fitted top or a blouse that accommodates a large bust instead of a t-shirt. But it's really understanding what's the look I'm going after and how can I recreate that for my body type? And then how can I put my own spin on it? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you want to just feel like you, but your best you, that you just feel and look great and that you put all the effort in and it was worth it at the end of the day. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So how long have you had your podcast? Well, I started in April of 2021, so a little over two years. Well, it's great. I've listened to like three episodes and I will definitely continue listening. I think the topics that you cover are so great for anybody, but especially I felt like it was geared towards me and my, I'm also, I'm 52. So yeah, it's something, something happens, you know, after 40 where it's just like, okay, reassess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. But what I found, you know, talking with women of, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, I mean, I have I have some clients who come to me in their 80s. And they're like, am I too old for color analysis? My philosophy is, is you know, as long as you're still alive, right? <laughs> you're never too old. You're never too old. But a lot, I think a lot of women start to feel, you know, over 50. I actually had an interview with somebody in Italy. And it was interesting because she... She said this, and I thought, you know, it's kind of unspoken here in the U.S., but she said that, you know, over 50, a lot of women feel like they should be invisible. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting because I would have said, I think a lot of women feel invisible, but I thought it was interesting that she said a lot of women feel that they should be invisible. Yeah. Ew, I don't like that. No. And so my thought is, you know, this is a great opportunity to use your style, to leverage your style, to stand out for all the right reasons. You know, wear your best colors, wear your best cuts, wear accessories that make your heart sing, that show your personal style. Mm -hmm. You know, really show the world who you are. And wear things that make you feel good. I think in essence, that's the key. And then when you show up, it's like, I'm not here to be invisible. I am still here. I am still freaking here. I am gonna make the best of my life. And every single day I have left. And it doesn't mean you're walking out the front door like you're walking down the runway, although it could. (laughs) But it does mean that you take the time to dress with intention. You're not just throwing on, you know, the same old black outfit you wore yesterday because it's clean. You're taking the time to say, hey, what color do I want to wear today? How am I feeling? How do I want to feel today? And then dressing for that. And then you show up and... People are like, dang, what happened to you? You look amazing. (laughs) And you're like, yeah. Yeah. You know it. You feel it. And then the thing is, when you feel it, it radiates. And Mm -hmm. other people are like, man, I want some of that. I want to feel that good. I want to look that good too. Right. And feel that good. Feel that good. Yeah. Go in through your drawers, everything that has a hole in it, everything that does not, you know, make you feel good. Get rid of it. It just takes up mental space too. It just is overwhelming, but oh my gosh, so much information. This has been great. Tell people where they can find you on the socials and everywhere. Well, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. It's style by Mary Michelle. And that's Michelle with one L. 
And my podcast is also Style by Mary Michelle. It's on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can shop our boutique at shopstylefinder.com. And you can also download an excerpt from the very first chapter of my upcoming book at wearcolorwithconfidence.com. Awesome. I'll put all that in the show notes. Um, make sure you send that to me so I get it all correct. Okay. <laughs> it's always my big fear that I'm going to have things spelled wrong. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. This has been eye-opening. I feel so good. Like, I just want to go through my closet right now. <laughs> oh, do it. Do it. <laughs> thank you so much. And I will be in touch. Perfect. Thanks so much, Dawn. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.